Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com backslash IM backslash green industry backslash to receive 20% off your first six months. This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast. I am your host, Paul Jamison. We talk all about business. On this show, I own a landscaping and a lawn care company. We do probably about 80% landscape installations, about 20% lawn care maintenance here in Atlanta. And I'll share more about my story and journey and transitions uh, on future episodes. But today, I want to specifically talk about my experience at the inaugural first ever LCR Media Influencer Live Panel. Now, it was all YouTubers on stage. I think next year there might be uh, maybe a, an Instagrammer up there. And uh, I've uh, t- next year it's going to happen. Yes, Marty. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Producer asked me if they're going to have it next year because going in, we didn't quite know what to uh, expect from the uh, folks at GIE, but uh, they were very impressed, and uh, rightfully so. It was basically standing room only, and I think next year, my guess is it could triple or quadruple uh, the attendance. I, I just have a feeling it. Uh, everybody that was involved absolutely loved it, and so they'll all be marketing it next year organically and uh, with a year to let people know, because it's kind of a last-minute thing that... Um, the uh, folks at GIE, you know, got Naylor the room and it was, it was just, it was um, unintentionally, it was kind of last minute and it still worked out fantastic. But now you have 365 days to plan it and market it and, and really polish everything and, and make it an excellent, excellent, excellent event. And uh, so next year, I, I would be disappointed if it doubled in attendance. I think it will triple or quadruple because um, it was just, it was awesome. And no, no one wanted to leave. Um, it was just, we were, we were ironing with sharpening iron and that's why I want to do this show today, uh, sharing my takeaways from the event. Cause I learned some, and then I, you know, I was talking to Caleb Allman, um, at Allman Landscape LLC. He's got a great Instagram channel, by the way. Uh, we you know, was talking with him and some other guys about the event, what their takeaways were. And they learned, you know, everyone seemed to, to take away some, um, insights from the panel. I was walking around with the microphone, so I was a little bit, I mean, I was paying attention for sure, but I was also paying attention to who's going to ask the next question and 
um, just trying to, to sift through that. So without further ado, I am going to um, share my takeaways from the um, live panel. I've learned a lot from the people that were up there just from watching their YouTube videos over the years. So there was some overlap where they said things from the stage that I had already heard them say on YouTube, but uh, just the refreshment of that. And there was some um, fresh new um, pieces of information uh, that I learned as well. And when you're hungry to learn, it's just you, you get fed and, and iron sharpens iron and there's just so much energy in the room with when you have a bunch of people that own their own business or maybe they have a full-time job but they want to start their own business and there's just it's it's a great atmosphere and so on so many different levels and uh, this was just one of those ways of just uh, getting to learn for example and I'll start with Stan Genetic I'm going to go through each of the uh, people that was the panelist and uh, well, let me first and foremost, uh, let me say thank you again to Naylor Taliaferro for pioneering the event and, you know, really taking the time when something is successful, it, it people make it look so easy. I mean, you watch a great athlete, you know, LeBron James, when he was in his prime playing basketball for the Cleveland Cavaliers, it's like, man, it just, it was just so easy. He's just in transition. Boom, boom, boom. He's just so effortless or, you know, a great quarterback or whatever. And you know, Naylor is doing great things for our community. You go to the GIE rally, everything just seems so flawless until the raffle. <laughs> but the other than the raffle, uh, the uh, the event was just so awesome. And the, the panelists and the live panel is just awesome. But behind the scenes, there's people, you know, dotting all the I's, crossing all the T's, doing all the, the work that nobody notices. And uh, I just appreciate Naylor doing that for our community because Everybody who went to the GIE rally uh, benefited, benefited from it. Everyone who went to this panel uh, benefited from it. And I appreciate Naylor um, putting in uh, all the hard work. So with that being said, Stan Genetic uh, definitely has been very helpful in my business. I watch uh, Dirt Monkey University. I've watched a lot of his videos. And he said something that I've heard him say again and again, and he continued to reiterate the importance of raising our prices. And this is just something in my business that I've realized and I've studied the market. I've shared with you guys down to the, you know, to the penny what the market is paying here in Atlanta per man hour. I know uh, the other companies, I'm friends with so many other owners here in town and, you know, we share openly about our pricing and I try to get my pricing as best as I can. And he said something about when you do it at the right price and you make good money, then it frees our time up that we can, I'm, I'm paraphrasing essentially, but you, you do a job at the right price, you make a good profit margin and it just, it kind of gives you a piece about life because now you have more freedom, you have more time to do your work with excellence. But when our prices are too low, then we're rushing through that job to get done because we have to get to the next job to get that done, to get the money. To, and you're robbing Peter to pay Paul and you're jumping through all these hoops and there's stress and there's anxiety. And that's not the flow that I want uh, my business to be in, but I want it to be operating out of a place of great peace and having the correct prices, which for most people, their prices when you're in this service industry are too low. And having the right price, uh, in, in many cases, increasing, uh, the prices, uh, is very helpful. And, uh, I've been doing that over the last 
few months and I've gotten a lot of no's. I've gotten a lot of uh, people that that uh, didn't accept the quote or the bid, but I've had some that have and I'd rather do a job where I know I'm going to make a good profit margin and it's just I work better, my heart's at more peace and so it's just a good reminder from Stanley Dirt Monkey Genetic to make sure that we have the right prices and in most cases we need to raise our prices. It's time for this week's Jobber Minute. What's the best way for service pros to invoice? Monthly invoicing for weekly clients seems logical, but it's really time consuming. Is there a better way? When it comes to invoicing for regular clients, monthly is the better option. Think about your customer experience. The more invoices and paperwork they have to deal with, the more likely they're going to put it off and delay payment. If you're using Jobber, you can see a running list of all jobs available for invoicing. Batch create them all at once, then send them out all in a couple of clicks. It's literally a few clicks once a month. You'll save all that time on your end. You'll provide a better customer service and you'll get paid faster because your clients will appreciate the professionalism and feel less overwhelmed. If you guys want to try Jobber for a discounted 20% off your first six months, check them out at getjobber.com backslash IM backslash green industry backslash and that link is in today's show's notes. All right, back to more takeaways from the panel. Next up was Keith Kalfas. Now I'm just going to my own order here. It was back and forth with questions uh, from Naylor, and then I was walking around the um, room as people were asking questions. And um, so I'm just taking away kind of when I walked out of the room, what I, what kind of ministered to my heart uh, the most. Now, Keith was sharing something. This is what Caleb Allman and I and a, a group of guys were discussing that we um, kind of picked up from the, the the conversations is how Keith trains a guy is that so he installs the bush and he'll have you know his his worker come on over and he'll show him you know watch me do this and and he'll do it and the guy will watch him do it and then he'll have the guy do it correctly and Keith will stand over his shoulder and watch him do it and then He'll, so the guy does the work and Keith watches him and then he gives him, you know, the instruction that was good or you did this, but maybe consider doing this a little bit differently, etc. And then he has the worker, if there's a three man crew, he'll have him show the other guy and demonstrate uh, and show him. And so that's something that, uh, you know, Caleb said, you know, I'm going to try that on on my crew. And one thing that I'm learning as a leader and leading other people is really the details of the training. You know, I've been doing this for about a decade. And so in landscaping, I've developed skills over time. I've learned how to properly plant plants. And, you know, I had a Georgia landscape, Georgia certified landscape professional, Jamie, teach me what's the proper way. Uh, to install plants. And over the years, you know, I've learned how to edge a driveway to perfection. I've learned how to edge a garden bed with my weed eater, flipping it up. And I mean, I can do it in my sleep if you, you know, so to speak. And how to mow a lawn. I mean, go around the borders and pick your pattern and, you know, make the stripes perfectly. And then the next week, go another direction. And like, I just, all these things that's common sense to me, you know, how to put down pine straw, how to install mulch, how to put in flowers, how to do all all these things that I've learned over 10 years. 
you'll meet somebody and oh yeah, yeah, I know how to do lawn care. Or I know how to do landscaping. And a lot of times they really don't know what they're saying is, well, I know how to work hard, but the, the intricate details of doing, doing installations the right way and even doing maintenances the right way. Um, I've struggled over the years cause I, I feel like I haven't trained thoroughly enough. And that's something when I have somebody working with me, I really want to take the time to make sure that they're going to do it with excellence. And when we get to a property for their first time to explain, Hey, um, you know, this is what's the expectation and, 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 and taking the time on the front end to thoroughly give instruction so that uh, our, our uh, team members, that they'll do uh, the best that they can. And, and as an owner of a business, you'll realize quickly uh, that I real, what I realize is no one's going to do it as good as us. I mean, we care the most about our name, our reputation, uh, the quality of the work. And I've heard it said, if you can get 80% out of, you know, your team member to give as 80% as as much of care and precision to detail as you, that's pretty good. And so, uh, you know, I'm just, I, I need to improve that skill as a leader of training and explaining and taking the time. Because you, you don't want the person that you're training, you know, you don't want to overwhelm them, but you don't want to underwhelm them. And I mean, there's times, I remember one time I, you know, with someone, I was like, yeah, just he, you know, he knew what he was doing. I thought it was like, all right, go do that yard over there. And uh, I was tinkering around in the truck and I, you know, I turned around, he's mowing the neighbor's yard. <laughs> all I did was kind of lazy point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right over. I mean, you know, I, I, I pointed and I, you know, I, that was, I, that wasn't his fault. It was my fault. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's actually happened twice where they, <laughs> that guy's mow the wrong yard. Oh man. Well, um, <laughs> anyway, what I learned from Keith is as we're training people to train with detail, and if we take the time on the front end to train properly, then, you know, it will uh, help us uh, in the long run um, with the execution of the work. Now, some more takeaways, and I feel like I kind of took away the same thing from Brian's top notch, Brian Shane out of Kansas and Chance Daily Hustle. And that's about work ethic and persistence. Brian Shane, this man inspires me. He works full-time on the weekends, and then he does his lawn care company uh, during the week, I think Monday through Thursday. And I just, I respect his work ethic. And I'm sure over time, you know, he's juggling a lot with his media, YouTube stuff, and his lawn care company, and his full-time job. And I've watched his YouTube stuff unfold over the years. And I'm sure it's all going to sync up to a, a more, re- excuse me, more reasonable schedule in the future. But in the moment, I just, I respect so much his work ethic, how hard he works. And it's inspiring to me as a younger man to, you know, work with diligence, work with excellence, to work hard and uh, to give my best effort. And so it's just another case of the ironing, sharpening iron, and Brian, uh, top-notch. He really sharpens me, and, and he really encourages me to be faithful and diligent and work very hard and, of course, work smart, but uh, to put in the work. And uh, I just really uh, appreciate his work ethic, and uh, it's definitely inspiring to me. And then Chance Daily Hustle was 
another inspiration. He shared his uh, YouTube journey, and when he started out, he started vlogging daily, and he wasn't getting that many views. However, he didn't throw in the towel. He kept being consistent. He kept being persistent, and it took over a year until he started to see some increase in his audience and some breakthrough, but it just encouraged me once again to be persistent and consistent. And obviously, sometimes we need to make some adjustments, some changes. We don't want to be persistent and consistent doing the wrong thing. But if we're on the right path and we're doing the right thing, it takes consistency and it takes persistence. And that's not just with YouTube videos. It's in every area of my life. And specifically for me, what inspired me is I've shared many times on this podcast my journey of uh, paying off debt and getting off debt. And it can be so annoying sometimes because... I'm in this season of my life where I'm living as simply as I possibly can. I mean, I don't eat out. I don't spend any extra penny. I mean, my budget is as frugal and scorched earth and as, you know, I, I, I basically live as simply as I can in this season of my life. And then I, all, all the extra money that I make, I try to just pay off my debt because I want to get that out of my life once and for all and forever and not have to pay payback debt and interest and all that. Well, it can get very uh, low, not I don't know if lonely is the right word, but it can get very um, mundane and you just keep going. But uh, trying to encourage me to be consistent, to be persistent, uh, whether it's making content or, you know, whether in my case, I kind of just was reminded again, okay, I'm, I have this goal of getting out of debt. Keep going. Keep being persistent. Keep being consistent. Keep doing the right thing. And eventually I'm going to pay off that last debt and I'm going to get that money, you know, I'm going to get that burden off my shoulders and I'm never going to go, you know, I never want to go back in debt again. I hate having to pay debt. So uh, anyway, that was really encouraging. And even in social media, you know, when I started this podcast, I set a goal because I was like, you know, I started with zero audience, zero. I mean, there's nothing. There was no podcast. I had to set everything up. And I remember just making a goal. I said, you know what? I'm going to make 100 episodes, no matter what. I'm not even going to really be too con overly concerned with the view count and all of that until 100 episodes. And then if I can give my best effort for 100 episodes, then when I'm at 100 episodes, I'll take an honest assessment. I'll take an honest evaluation and we'll determine uh, what's going to happen in the future. And so I, I set that kind of goal and uh, Chant really encouraged me, you know, be persistent, be consistent. And uh, that, that applies not just to making content, but uh, every area of our life. So uh, very good stuff from Chant up there. Brian's Law Maintenance, as always, was very inspiring. He talked about that red truck uh, that he has and um, the haters that, you know, make fun of him and talk about the truck is, you know, oh, you know, you just got it and uh, handouts are giving it to you or whatever. And he was getting fired up and he's like, no, I worked hard for this truck. And it was really inspiring. It was like one of those moments where I wanted to like, you know, chest bump or fist pump someone like I was pumped up. Brian pumped me up. And um, once again, it kind of was all like this tapestry of consistency, persistence, hard work. And uh, that was just really inspiring from Brian. He is uh, very, very hardworking in his lawn care company and in his media company as he has uh, been growing uh, his Instagram 
uh, and YouTube. And I've was really encouraged because I remember meeting Brian a couple years ago. I was out there at the GIE rally. That's where I met Brian's lawn maintenance. And he walked up and he introduced himself to Brian Ring. And I could just tell. I was like, oh, wow. I didn't know who he was because uh, he was with his wife, Liz. And I was like, man, this guy has a, you know, he has a lot of ambition and a lot of passion. And he had his little camera with him. And he didn't have much of a following back then. This was years ago. Uh, and just to watch him blow up, if you will, and grow uh, over the last couple of years, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't that he got lucky. He put his head down and put in the work. And, you know, he shared that from the platform about his truck, that he worked hard and he bought it. And uh, that was encouraging to me, just as Brian's Lawn Maintenance, or pardon me, Brian's Top Notch and Brian's Lawn Maintenance, uh, just that theme and that messaging of working hard. And so I, I, I really appreciated uh, those guys sharing. Now, Blake Albertson, old B&B, was up there as well. And you may have watched his video uh, that he posted on social media as he kind of shared his story from uh, sitting up there on the stage about how when he was in high school, he was actually nervous to talk in front of his 20 classmates, you know, on a school project or whatever, and how YouTube has really helped him mature because now he's talking in front of a camera and there's, you know, hundreds and in some cases thousands of people uh, viewing this and it, uh, it really grew him up. And I definitely have learned through making videos, uh, live videos, this podcast. Of course, I have a live radio show here in Atlanta to, with an audience of thousands of people. And it's, it's intimidating when you see the red on air button go on. And we don't have a delay. It's live radio. So I'm always very careful and mindful because, you know, one slip up, one, you know, one misappropriate flat joke <laughs> that, uh, on live radio and I could get fired. And so I'm always like, there's a, there's a, um, reverence when I go live on the radio that helps me learn how to communicate better. Now this podcast is a little easier because Marty over there on the other side of that takeout window, I mean, he, if I mess up, he can edit it out and, you know, do all that. But, uh, anyway, Blake shared that, you know, making those videos, putting yourself out there on the internet, it, uh, it, it really matured his communication skills and his confidence levels uh, in life. And so it was just a great tapestry from uh, Chant and Blake and Stan and uh, Brian's Top Notch, Brian's Lawn Maintenance, and Keith Kalfas. And so I really appreciate those guys coming out and uh, answering the questions throughout the day. And I uh, appreciate Naylor uh, putting on the event and um, the, the team from GIE and everybody who made it possible. So it was a great time. I'm really looking forward to next year. Uh, it's just going to be bigger and better next year. It's going to be really fun. And uh, once Naylor gets all the details set up with that, of course, we'll be um, promoting that on the podcast, uh, letting everybody know so you can come next year. It will, it will be in Louisville, Kentucky uh, at the Green Industry Expo. And I think they're going to put us on the main room, uh, the main floor, first floor, main ballroom. So that will be uh, super exciting. So thanks for listening to today's show. Uh, we do have to thank some folks here for leaving reviews, Marty, huh? As always, we want to say thank you for leaving these ratings and reviews in iTunes. It really helps out a lot. Funky Spanglish guy uh, left us a review on the iTunes. Five-star review says, good content. Paul brings a good energy to his work. 
has some good people and actionable advice to take in while working. So I appreciate that funky Spanglish guy for leaving that review over the weekend and appreciate all you guys who be listening uh, while you're at working, out on the mower, out blowing leaves, uh, with your headphones in, listening to the Green Industry Podcast. We really appreciate it. And uh, if you've been blessed by the show, we would appreciate if you could drop us some uh, feedback there on the iTunes reviews. It just helps with the algorithm and it helps send the message to iTunes that uh, you're enjoying the show as they uh, continue to move the show up in the ranks. We definitely are thankful and grateful for that and committed, like I said, to uh, put out the best episodes that we can. Really exciting uh, around the corner. We got a lot of really cool interviews. I've just, I've been so busy this fall and uh, traveling to Chicago, California, Kentucky, fixing to go to Michigan. Once I get back, we'll um, open up more interviews and uh, get those scheduled. I've just been crazy, crazy, crazy busy. So we've been doing some of these solo shows, but uh, we'll definitely continue interviewing the uh, leaders in our industry and especially this winter when I have more time uh, when the grass is dormant and uh, I'll intentionally not schedule as many installations so that we can really uh, batch together a bunch of awesome interviews for you guys. That will be fun. And uh, once again, looking forward to going to Michigan right around the corner here for Launchpreneur Live, November 9th, 2019. Uh, that's the uh, Launchpreneur Academy Live with Brian's Law Maintenance and a lot of cool folks. I think my boy Caleb Allman is going to be up there, Keith Kalfas. Uh, Stan Genetic, I think, and uh, Blake Albertson, I think. There's a whole bunch of, of folks uh, going to be speaking and uh, hanging out at the event. So it's going to be a really fun uh, time up there in Michigan. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the show, and we will be back soon. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast was brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Start a free trial or sign up today to receive 20% off your first six months. Find out more at getjobber.com backslash IM backslash green industry backslash and that link is in today's show's notes. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.